Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live on a Tuesday. And man, oh man, what a show. Tuesday in February. You might think slow. It's the opposite. Huge, huge nights in the NBA. I'm going to have a surprise best bat. It's on a prop. I love, love, love this prop. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. In studio, one of the pros who know, Steve Fazek. Now, a couple of things from Steve. He listened to the show intently yesterday. And he had a lot of questions about hand size. He's got some thoughts on that. And it's funny because Fez, we always talk about very motivated by self-interest. He loves success. He loves money. He loves anything that has to do with his own personal gratification. Would you agree with that, Fez? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I mean, you're forthright about it. You know, some say the dirtiest player in the game. I, I personally agree with that, right? And that probably undersells it to some degree. And you're often, not often, occasionally asked about charity. 
It's like, what about charity? And your approach, I think, is, is, is valid, which is if you focus on making money right now and really focus on that, eventually you'll have more money to give to charity at some future mythical date. Is that exactly. a fair Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so net-net, the underprivileged, those that need it will receive more if you just keep it all for yourself now. Yes. Because you can do more with that money than the charities will. You'd rather give them more later. So maximizing what the charities will get eventually. If yes. not, it's Again, it's some future <laughs> mythical thing. And it was interesting where you came in and said, do you think I should start some type of charity that was – attempting to stop bullying of small-handed people. It just seems so weird that, that that was the first time you ever... But it's coincidental, right? Coincident. All right. Well, we're going to be discussing some of your thoughts on that. And also, an ama- your streak in the XFL is just ungodly, and we'll be talking about that. Now, you can't have pros like Fez exploiting people if you didn't have Joe's He's our Joe, Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we've got more stories about size and others at the NFL Combine, <laughs> a losing streak in the NBA comes to an end. What is the Vegas lead here on a Tuesday? I mean, it is potentially the passing of the torch. LeBron James versus Zion. And even more exciting is the idea that this is very likely or the most likely matchup between one and eight in the playoffs. So not only a potential passing of the torch, but a potential playoff preview. Yeah, the first ever meeting between Zion and LeBron takes place later tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern time on TNT. It is the Pelicans at the Lakers. And right now on pregame.com, L.A. is a seven-point favorite. A seven-point favorite. Now, Fez, there's been conversations with some serious people I respect in the NBA. They think that the Lakers are better than the Clippers. And I know to some degree every Laker game, every every Clipper game is a referendum on how they're going to do against each other. Oh, look, Clippers have lost three in a row. I know you've been a Clipper guy. You've thought it's been absurd the Lakers have been the favorite to win the title we kind of dismiss that as, well, you know, the public likes the Lakers. They're a public team. And we'll be talking about this in the weeks to come, but have you reevaluated either the Lakers lately with an upgrade or the Clippers with a downgrade? I have not. I've kept them where they're at. They're basically number two and number three. I had the Clippers, this very slightly better team. A big part of the reason why the Lakers have such the better record Paul George injury, missed a lot of games back in January. Okay, but, I mean, how do we know how good Paul George – I mean, you're assuming, okay, coming in the year we had assumptions about Paul George. I mean, don't we have to reevaluate those assumptions? I think it really – yes. His hamstring issue, is he going to fully recover or not? That is the key question. So you're saying if the Clippers are at full strength and if the players that haven't really played well or much this season, like Beverly, for example – if they are back at full strength, then this Clipper team is as good as you thought. Yes. It's mm, a lot of ifs. And Lakers have played better than you thought, so you got to give them credit for that, right? Yeah, much better. Lakers were supposed to only win 50 and a half games. That was their season win number uh-huh. on pace to win 60 right now. So you're, what you're saying is the difference between the Lakers and Clippers, even if the Clippers are as optimistic, you know, if we're optimistic and they end up being as good as you thought they could be, Clippers are still better 
but the Lakers have closed the gap. Very much so. And I think there's real questions about those Clipper assumptions, but that's the beauty of the season. No doubt the Lakers are better than we thought. Now, can they maintain it? I don't know, because to some degree it feels like they're putting a lot of effort in in the regular season. That's great for talk show segments like this, but how does it uh, contribute to winning the title? Well, having a better playoff seed helps, but that seems to be something people aren't taking, teams aren't taking as seriously. So what are the Lakers doing all of this winning for? Now, that sounds like a goofy question, but when LeBron was with the Cavs a couple years ago, 4th seed, 5th seed, he was fine. He wanted to be rested. Now it doesn't seem to be about that as much. Why not? I don't know. Is it about L.A. needed to be shown how good the Lakers can be after last season? If so, then that's probably good for business. But is it good to win a title? I wonder if the things we're seeing from the Lakers actually have an inverse relationship to winning a title. All of this effort now, what do you think? I agree, but I have to question, is this Laker all-in effort each and every night going to continue? Remember, the Lakers are six games clear of everybody else in the West. Maybe come the end of March, Lakers will take a different attitude. Now, what I can say is this, and in just a minute or two or three, we're going to have a prop bet that I love. Oh, I love it. But if the Lakers are going to slow down their effort, I don't think it's tonight. Like we said, Zion LeBron. And I think the difference between LeBron and a Michael Jordan or the Michael Jordan maybe is the story of this game. Because with LeBron, you can imagine he's starting to feel like he's the uh, senior you know, the, the, the wise man, he sits on the town council. It's our league. He is a influence. He's a inspiration. Now, obviously, people have different feelings about LeBron, some good, some bad, the players too. But he certainly has been an elder or has become an elder statesman. I mean, Jonas, would you agree that LeBron's really grooved into that role? Yeah, especially this year with the Lakers. It seems like they're more cohesive. They're having a lot of fun, and he's really embraced the idea of wanting to lead this team, which wasn't really what he was doing last year. So it almost feels like he got the roster that he wanted, and he's more open to try and be a leader and try and lead those guys to a title. And I think you make a good point. Last year is maybe the only year you could really say from start of the season to end of the season, LeBron's engagement. He, there's been various times he didn't seem to care for a month, a couple weeks, whatever. He, it felt like he didn't really care all that much the entire season. Yeah. It felt like basketball became secondary. I mean, he showed up to a game drinking wine. Like, if you needed any more of, of, of convincing anybody that he wasn't all into it last year, just show the video. Now, did you know that at the time? That he was drinking wine? Yeah, because, I mean, that's the kind of things you're supposed to text us. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to say what we're going to do with that information, but, I mean, it's in well, your he, contract. He, he, <laughs> wasn't, he wasn't playing in the game. I wish he would have. That would have been a story oh, that would have okay. lasted forever. Okay. But still, it's right. not common that players show up drinking a glass of wine when, even when they're not playing. I mean, in high school, I, I was hurt one game <laughs> in basketball, and I, I had a fifth of Boone's Farm and a, a brown paper bag in wow. the stands. I, I don't know if that's the same kind of thing. I'm no, R.J. Bell. No yingling? No yingling for you up there in those parts? <laughs> you know something? It wasn't around back when I was – that oh, beer wow. you mean. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's good, though. It is good. I, I, when I go back to the Pittsburgh area, it's good. <laughs> so LeBron, I think, had some redemption himself, and maybe that's what's driving this. 
because if he when, when when you have a ton of equity with the the media with the fans you do what you think is best Belichick has a ton of equity he's going to make calls in the game he thinks is best oh Butler he's a one of our best cornerbacks if not the best he's going to sit why coach Belichick eh, internal decision who else ha- would have the equity with the owner, all the decision makers, the fans, to do that, Belichick. Now, that equity can convert to doing bad things. Oh, look, I'm not going to show up to work or whatever. Obviously, Belichick's not that way. They also can convert that equity to freedom, to do what's right, even if it doesn't seem right by those that know less than you. You would think any executive decision maker would do what's right no matter what, but The goal of a decision-maker is to do what's right, but also to keep his job. LeBron, this isn't about his job, but it's about his standing in the basketball world. One bad season is an exception. A second bad season is a trend. And Fezzik loves to make older players put them in their grave, right, Fez? (laughs) I mean, you're quick to want to say, they're they're falling off. Tom Brady at 37 is not the Tom Brady at 27. I told you he'd be out of the league by 41. Exactly. Well, you've said a lot of things. (laughs) And you'd be if LeBron had a a bad season this year, some people would say, oh, look, he's resting for the playoffs. You would say, no, 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 look at his age, look at his minutes. So obviously LeBron's made a statement this year. Does it help or hurt them winning the title? I think it's an open question. We will see. But what I know for sure is he has taken on that senior statesman role for the NBA. And I think he will have no extra tenacity against Zion. Compare that to what Michael Jordan would do. Forget about passing the torch. Michael Jordan would trip him, hope the torch burns his shoes that are competing with Air Jordans, what I would envision Jordan doing. <laughs> and to me, that's going to show up if it's Michael Jordan on defense. He's going to stop him. Remember against Coach in 92? Oh, Coach is so good, this European player. Yeah, okay. We saw what happened when MJ and Scotty got on him. I don't see MJ doing that. He wants Zion. I think you're going to see a high-scoring game, but I don't think you get extra tenacity when it comes to LeBron on defense. Jonas, as a fan, does that resonate? I actually think LeBron's going to ratchet it up a notch. But uh, on offense or defense? Uh, I think he's going to do both. Ah. I, I, I do. I, I think he's going to do both because he, he's going to want to prove a point. And I think the most fascinating matchup to me is Zion down low against the Lakers, who are really long, and they've got you know Anthony Davis. LeBron's going to be on him. Uh, they've got um, uh, JaVel McGee's also a part of their lineup. Dwight Howard's going to be there. I, that's the part that's going to be interesting to see if, if uh, Zion can get his shots off. Here's where I disagree, and this is why gambling is so great. Two honest people disagreeing. I believe that LeBron is comfortable with Zion becoming a great player. He's young enough. He's not going to supplant LeBron. By the time Zion's at his early peak even, LeBron's going to be on the way out. He might still be there, but he's not going to be the best player in the league. He's not going to be fighting to be the best player in the league. I believe Zion is such a feel-good story that we're going to see LeBron want to match him. You know, almost like I'm going to do a half-court shot, you do a three-quarters court shot, that kind of thing. Anything you can do, I can do better. I don't see it sweat in the trenches. And that assumption is what's going to lead to my best bet. So when we come back, we're going to finish handicapping the game itself. 
we'll have at least an opinion on it. I think I actually have a pick on the total, but my best bet, and I've been quite frankly killing it when it comes to the prop bets. I mean, they've been selective, but they've been deadly for the bookmaker. You'll get that when we come back. That's coming up next. First, straight out of Vegas, brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service with over 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. And it's money-making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com.
Toyota, let's go places. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we have got a prop bet, a best prop bet from the voice of Vegas himself. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, this is rare, Jonas. I can't lie. And we will get to Fez's concerns about hand size. We won't call them insecurities. You can listen five days a week, and you are listening to the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Our audience has more than doubled in the last year alone. Thank you so much for the support. And you can listen also on the iHeartRadio app. And uh, it's convenient as all get out. And every day we tell you a different way you can listen. Right now in Vegas on the Strip, it's 60 degrees, clear skies, and the neon is flowing. So, RJ, we've been talking a lot about the Lakers and Pelicans tipping off later on tonight. The first ever meeting between Zion and LeBron, 10 Eastern time on TNT. And you actually have a prop bet, a best prop bet, and a rare one heading into this game. Yeah, we've been great. I mean, the famous one, I think, Fez, is the Ramadan, as you called it, you know, without more ignorance than any disregard. I mean, you're you're very tolerant with religion, I think. You hope it distracts people on Sundays. <laughs> right? They're not in-game betting, they're in church, right? I mean, it's true. <laughs> but the Ramadan, as you called it, feast but it's actually a fast. And if we remember, there was a – oh, who was that fellow? Enos Cantor. Cantor, that's it. And it was some change where the game was at a time where he wouldn't be able to eat, like right until the sun was coming up. And then the game started, so it was so hard for him to get any nutrition. And his over-under was uh, like 14, I think it was. And the first game, we had the best bet of the century or whatever on the under. He scored like four points, I remember, right? Yes. And then the next game, they brought his total down, maybe to 12 and a half, a little bit down. We did the same thing. He scored like four points again. It was almost like the NBA was scheduling the games to help our bets because literally the games were projected to end right at sunset when he could eat and drink again. Exactly. Third game, he was like off the board. They said, we've had enough of this. Those don't come along very often. I think this is a best bet level. This isn't that Good, but this is pretty good. Zion over under for points. So, Faz, current number? 22. Now, if we look at the season, Zion's had 23 points per game. So you think about it and you say, wow, okay, well, Lakers got some big guys inside. Anthony Davis probably going to be motivated. Eh, take him down a point. Fair. Except check this out. First eight games of Zion. 20 points per game, 57% field goal percentage. So great field goal percentage, not taking a ton of shots, first eight games. Next four games for Zion, next four games, 29 points a game. 29 field goal percentage, 60%, 6 out of 10, amazingly. If you look at some of his numbers, though, so you could say the market's not properly accounting for how his trend line is. I think it's even more than that. If you look at some of these stats, when it comes to Zion scoring, it's so clear his efficiency per shot. When you're only scoring, I'll say only 29 points, but you're hitting 60%, 
imagine putting up a bunch more shots and get you to 47% or whatever, let's say, a good shooter in the NBA is. His scoring would be in the mid-30s or beyond. This is about him taking shots. He is super efficient. I mean, if you just look at it, and pro football or pro basketball reference had this, Zion is now the highest scoring rookie per 36 minutes. So it evens out based on your playing time. It evens it out. In the history of the NBA, number two is Wilt Chamberlain. Number Good one, company. <laughs> number one is Zion, 29.3 points a game. And that counts all those early games. You look at how his trend line is, he's blown any I – mean, again, it's a small sample. But do we think Zion's gotten lucky? It doesn't feel like it. No. It feels like he's coming into his own. So the two issues is how many minutes is he playing and how many shots is he putting up when he plays against LeBron, against Anthony Davis. Do you feel like Zion and the coach will play him more minutes than he, they would in an average game? Yes, because it's a marquee matchup, huge game. Yes. That means even more. to the. It's, it's a game that's a statement to their fans. Do you think that he'll put up maybe more shots than he typically would? Absolutely, because let's face it, he's the most efficient player on the court for New Orleans right now. It would make sense for him to shoot more. So if you look at anything and say, huh, points per game is 23, over-unders 22, Lakers have a good defense. Okay, you add in his trend line last four, 29 points a game. You add in he hasn't really been shooting all that much. We think he'll shoot more because of the importance of this game. And then you add in the fact he'll probably play more minutes because of the importance of this game. Over 22 looks really good for Zion's points. I I agree. And I got to tell you, this total at 239, easily the highest total out there for the evening. That makes me like the over as well, because let's face it, more points means more points for everyone, including Zion. Yeah, so, you know, Jonas, let's segue into handicapping the game itself. You want to give us an odds update? Yeah, and an odds update on that game. Currently on pregame.com right now, the Lakers still a seven-point favorite. The total on pregame is at 238.5. All right, so, Fez, does the side jump out at you? Remember, this is the most likely one-versus-eight matchup in the West. You know, it doesn't. I'm passing this game. Just a lean to the Pelicans here because they've been playing so well with Zion. Eight and three straight up, eight and three against the number. Here's my concern, RJ. If there's one game that the Lakers may take more serious than other games, it's because this is a potential matchup for them. And I think Le- LeBron and company against Zion will view this as a just a marquee game. And that's why we spent so much time in the first segment discussing Le- LeBron's evolution as an elder statesman. I believe they will play hard. I don't think it shows on the defensive floor. I don't think LeBron wants to diminish Zion. If you're an ambassador for for the league, why purpose? I'm not saying you don't play hard. I'm saying it's not going to be where they put their energy. If you think it is, it makes my best bet on Zion over less attractive. And that's what you have to do as a better is you have to make assumptions. I want to look at the other side of the motivation when it comes to, and I mean, this is a big storyline typically, Anthony Davis against his former team. So this is the third time he's played him. So the intensity might go down a little bit. And in those games this season, November 27th, 41 points, nine rebounds, three steals. 41, nine, and three for Anthony Davis. 
They played again just after the new year, Pelicans-Lakers. Anthony Davis, 46 points, 13 rebounds. So 41-46, what's the over-under for Davis? 30. Okay, and his season average? 26.8. So they're making a clear statement. We see the history. We see the trend line. What do you think? I mean, when you go over 40 twice, it's only 30. That couple-point adjustment from the season average to Anthony what do you think? You Not like nearly enough. I would think more like 33, 34 would be a proper number for AD, not 30. So so this is a battable game. I mean, is this a I mean, if it's 3 points off, you think it's a pick, right? Absolutely. All right, so you want to make it a fast Absolutely. special? Absolutely. Fast special official play Anthony Davis over 27 points tonight. All right, so I lean over for the whole game. You lean a little towards the Pelicans. I love Zion over 22. You like Anthony Davis over 30. And the psychology in the NBA matters. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Jonas, amongst all those picks, what's your favorite? Uh, I like the Zion the most, um, just because I think there's going to be opportunity. I don't know that LeBron wants to expend the energy defensively, as you pointed out, especially with all that help down low. Um, so I like the Zion the most. And I'm I'm curious, I mean, though. I, I like it minds the most is, is all, I mean, <laughs> Continue, okay. but you don't have to. So if you if you don't feel that LeBron is going to be as motivated for this as maybe some people would expect, would you not lean towards maybe the under on LeBron's point total in the game? It's 26 and a half, and here's why not. I think he'll be motivated. I think he'll put his energy towards offense. Back to okay. that idea of matching baskets, not so much on defense. Now, listen, if it's a tight game late – He's going to play defense hard, too. I just think in the first half in general, and he, it, as long as the game's not super tight, he'd rather put – I mean, think about it. On Center, they don't say, well, LeBron scored 22, but let's lead the show off with he had a couple of real tenacious blocks in the post. No, it's all offense. LeBron's worried about – as he always is, and, and maybe that's not a bad thing in the reality of today's media landscape. He's worried about what's going to lead the various highlight shows. I don't think defense, we, I think we know that's not, uh, those highlight shows don't focus too much on defense. So, so in general, I think you're going to see LeBron focused on his scoring and let Zion have his scoring. But again, when I say let, I mean don't. Put all your energy towards stopping it. So, to wrap up, best bet for me over Zion 22. Usually don't do props. Usually don't start the show with them. Fez likes over Anthony Davis 30. Very, very astutely, Jonas agrees with me. <laughs> very. And this is a big game, guys. We talked yesterday right here on Straight Out of Vegas. Most NBA games, regular season, don't matter. If you really think about it, 13 teams now are 99-plus percent to make the playoffs in the NBA. The 14th team is 97%. The 15th team is over 90%. The only competitive playoff spot is the Pelicans in the eighth seed, above 50%, like 60-some percent or so, based on where you look. And this is a potential matchup between 1 and 8 in the playoffs, and it's a passing of the torch game. This is about as big as they get in the NBA. Now, in just one minute, we're going to talk about the Miami Heat and why I think this team is affected by motivation or lack of it more than any other team, and I'll give you a great example why. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I tell you, the thing about that pass interference, Jonas, as we talked about in the update in the NFL, 
they just weren't consistent. I think teams could deal with either of the ways it was where there's effectively wasn't a chance to um, review it because they would never change anything or change things. But be obvious and explicit about what you're doing, I think, is always the first rule. I want to look at the Miami Heat. A lot of talk about them when they got Iggy, oh, Pat Riley, the godfather. Man, I see a big motivational problem. Last night against the Cavs is emblematic of it. Yeah, and it took overtime, but the Cleveland Cavaliers, the lowly Cleveland Cavs with a 125-119 over the Miami Heat. Yeah, so think about this now. Saturday night, Miami was at home, and they were honoring Dwayne Wade. It was a weekend. It was an extravaganza. The prior game for the Heat, they had a, a, a lead, and they lost against Young and the Hawks. And there was a lot of talk by the coach after the game, we got to try harder, we got to stay focused. I actually bet and really like Miami. as a bigger favorite on Saturday night, but I felt like the coach is mad off a bad performance. They're at home, and it's Dwayne Wade night. This team was going to be focused. Did you, uh, did you have any thoughts on that Saturday game, Fess? I did not handicap that game, but I love your handicap, and obviously Miami easily wins the game by 19. Exactly. So now they have a home-and-home with the Cavs. So you win by 19 at home. You're motivated. And remember, this Cavs team entering the game last night, 16 and 40. 16 winners, 40 losers. Not very good. Chevy Chase would say, and Caddyshack, not good. And entering the fourth quarter, the Heat were up by 19. So they won by 19. They're up by 19 entering the fourth. And they lose the game. If you look at the win probability number, it was 99.7% that the Heat would win. So what's the point? Well, let's add that to one last fact. In the last eight games, the Heat are 2-6 and straight up and and 2-6 against the spread. A team that they're talking about competing for the East. In the NBA, you can't handicap without considering night-to-night motivation. It's not like the NFL. Most teams play hard most weeks. In the NBA, it's hit or miss. Here, though, the Heat, I think, are more susceptible than any team to not being motivated in a given night. In fact, it seems like they're not motivated unless they have a reason to be. Our goal was straight out of Vegas. If you're a sports better, we want to help you make money. If you're a sports fan, we want to help you be smarter than your buddies When it comes to the heat, you want to be smarter than your buddies. Ask yourself, what's the motivation tonight? If it's not strong, they probably are going to have a motivational failing. Jonas, what do you think about Fez being so interested with the hand size stuff? I mean, look, it is a topic that we discussed. I felt like we did a fairly good job discussing the topic yesterday. Joe Burrow and his nine-inch hands and the historical factor that hand size has on this. But Fez comes storming into the door like somebody took something from him. He demands that we've got to talk about it again. And so here we go. The hand size conversation continues. This time, Steve Fezzik has a thought. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) and again... Fez, can we agree with the following? It's your position that it's just a coincidence that, that, that this was a topic that you, for the first time, seem to want to, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's an election year, right? They talk about people who are crusading for this cause, social justice or tax reform. And for you, really, bullying against hand size is the one thing that perks you up. But it's just a coincidence. Totally. 
Because I mean, your I mean, your hands are normal size. No, they're above average. You're saying above. It's almost like you and Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's what we're gonna do. I actually have thought about this a good bit since yesterday, because the first thought is it's a huge deal, and and to be candid, there's some justification to think that. Meaning, if you actually look at the numbers, there's only three guys that's thrown over 300 passes in the last 10 years. So 300 passes is, okay, this guy had at least one season. you know. So he had some uh, mark on the NFL. I mean, it's a low bar because you can get 300 passes like in 9, 10 games. Exactly. Right? So in the last 10 years, if we use 300 passes as, let's say, started 10 games, there's only been three guys that have started 10 games effectively with a hand size as small as Joe Burrow. And to me, those guys tell another story and it's not necessarily a good one. Jared Goff, Tannehill, and again, forget for a minute a half a season when he did fine. Tannehill's been a disappointment net-net. No doubt Jared Goff's been a disappointment net-net. And Chad Henney is the third guy. So if you're saying Cincinnati Bengals, you are picking somebody whose comp, who you can most easily compare him to when it comes to hand size, is these three guys, it doesn't cause you at least a little bit of pause. And these are the three most successful guys. No, it's the only three. Yeah, meaning a lot of other small-handed people never got to even start 10 Exactly. So it's not so much anyone's picking on him, Fez, so you don't have to worry about it. It's more that history tells us hand size does matter. Yes, Fez, size does matter if you want it to or not. When we come back, you would think that we covered a great NBA game, right? This game in a typical week would be the best game of the week. It's Milwaukee, Toronto. It's the second time for revenge after the playoffs. That's coming up next, but first, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like the free AutoZone Fix Finder service with over 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell, and we're back next year, right here on Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Fez is doing really well. Steve Fezzik, dirtiest player in the game, NBA expert, NFL expert. He said, I'm going to mess around, get a triple-double perhaps, but I'm going to be XFL. Right here, 3-0 and in front of the world. He's undefeated with all the picks up at pregame.com he's done on the XFL. He hasn't lost one yet. So you're getting some here free, pregame.com. There's others and he's covering these games by an average of 16 <laughs> points per game. 16 uh. points per game. And in the commercial, he's going, I look at him and go, Fez, you're undefeated. He looks at me real serious. He goes, yeah, like Andre the Giant. <laughs> Yo, homeboy, welcome to the hood, brother. <laughs> I mean, Fez is a wrestling fan. Uh, he definitely is. And, guys, we do have a big game, bigger than you would think in the NBA. Before we get to that here, I just want to let you know we are brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone tipping off less than an hour from now on TNT. It is the Bucks at the Raptors. And this game is, RJ, as you pointed out before the show, bigger than most people would think. Yeah, and Fez, by the way, has a best bet on this game before the end of the segment. And on Friday, XFL best bet, right? Oh, absolutely. Right here again, going for <laughs> Andre the Giant style, another undefeated week. Hey, Bucks played this Toronto team in the playoffs last year. And they were leading Toronto, who went on to be champion, and Kawhi Leonard 2-0. And game three went to double overtime, and Milwaukee had the lead in double overtime. So you're up 2-0, you have the lead in double overtime, and you lose the series. Well, Giannis was looking for revenge, and he got it. These teams played in November. 36 points. Guy nice anti toko umpo. 15 rebounds. Guy nice anti toko umpo. <laughs> That's a professional way to pronounce that. Uh, is it? I, well, Jonas, I, I'm I was, just saying. Okay. I mean, you, you can do it your way. <laughs> I mean. but, and the Bucks win by 10 points in that game. Guy nice anti toko umpo. 
But in a way, that tells you how tenacious Toronto is because Toronto was down by 26 in that game. And they pulled within four points on three separate occasions the last time with two minutes left. So you're down by 26. The other team has revenge, and somehow you still fight back. So the question for this game, Jonas, is does the desire for payback continue for Milwaukee, or have they gotten it? And they play again another two times this year. So will there be the same intensity? Will Coach Church hold back any tricks? Because he is a scheme guy. Let's look at the game. Yeah, and right now the Milwaukee Bucks on the road are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite courtesy of pregame.com in Toronto. So we never make you wait for the picks, Faz, so give us the pick and I'll fill in the gaps. Yeah, I like Toronto plus one-and-a-half. I bet Toronto, number one reason, situational spot. Always difficult to play back-to-back games in the NBA. Milwaukee is on a back-to-back. Third and four nights also. Third and four nights and an overtime game yesterday against Washington, making this even more difficult. And by the way, Toronto had a day off, and then they won by 40-plus on Sunday. Their starters averaged less than 30 minutes. Toronto, no one had more than 32 minutes. Raptors arrested. Number two key reason, home court advantage bigger than normal, RJ. Whenever I get the number two team in a conference hosting the number one team, I expect just an absolute frenzied, crazed crowd, home court advantage big in this game. So best bet? Best bet on Toronto, plus one and a half, hosting Milwaukee. Okay, only thing that causes me pause is Giannis, how many minutes did he play? Giannis fouled out in the fourth quarter. Not as many. And Giannis only played in that game. uh, Well, let me see here. Middleton played 41, and Giannis only played 25 minutes. Guy, nice anti-toko umpo. So for me, yeah, I think the team's tired. I'm not so sure Giannis is tired. And as we said, Raptors are super-duper rested. Last thing that worries me a little bit, so I'm not betting this. You got a best bet on Toronto. When you have a team that has a great winning percentage like Toronto, and they're at home, and they're a home dog, anyone that looks at it would say, well, wait a minute. That's a good pick. That's value. Well, if you go back the last 19 times there's been a team with a winning percentage better than 72%, so that's Toronto, that's a home dog in the NBA, 4-15 and 15 straight up, 7-12 and 12 against the spread. So for me, if the average batter, if Barney at the bar can say, wait, Toronto's really good, they're getting points at home, it might be a trap. We'll see tomorrow, Jonas. Did Fez get trapped by the bookies? His best bet's Toronto. I'm passing. The Odd Couple is next on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We are straight out of Vegas. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio, and as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
International Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.